This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. It's here. That June heat is here. (laughs) Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us today. Jeremy, you and I had some fun this week. I was the guest on, I was on a guest with Cynthia Hyatt. Her show is called Conversations with Cynthia. And when does her show air, Jeremy? That one is on Sundays, KPXQ at noon, every Sunday at noon. Yes, and we did two shows. Uh, it, it, it was phenomenal. It was great. I had a great time. How, 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 do you, how, how did you think I did as a guest since I'm on the other side of the table? You are such a good guest. I can see your host abilities coming out sometimes, yeah. but you were so good. You guys had good chemistry. It was a great show. Well, I, I appreciate that, Jay. What, and you was the engineer for that show. So for me, it was kind of like being at home, just sitting across the table instead of behind the board. Yeah, you were in your different seat, but yeah. pretty similar. Yeah, but I'm excited about this, the sharing, because basically I was able to share my journey to fatherhood. A lot of people hear clips and bits and pieces of my personal testimony, but this I got a little deeper, talked about the books, talked about my my background. Why don't we just go ahead and just let this show again. This was Cynthia's Hyatt show. Cynthia Hyatt. Say that fast three times. Her show is Conversations with Cynthia. Let's roll that, Jay. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Over the next hour, you'll have the opportunity to listen to Cynthia Hyatt, an internationally recognized therapist and life management expert in private practice with offices in Phoenix and Scottsdale. As a captivating communicator, Cynthia engages, energizes, and inspires her audiences to become all God created them to be. For more information on Cynthia's diverse background, log on to CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Let the next 60 minutes inspire, motivate, and encourage you to become your own best version. Now, here's Cynthia. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and I'm always so glad when you're joining me. And I think you're going to really enjoy the show today. I'm very excited about it. I have Vance Sims here with me, and he is the one that started Father Matters. And it's Fathers Mentoring Fathers. And he has so many programs, and, and he, it's, it's really, truly amazing. He's one of the hosts here on KPXQ, so I'm so glad that he... He gets to be on my show as well and is willing to take that time. So he's, he is a life coach. He's an author. He's a radio host. And he's the founder and executive director of Father Matters Incorporated. Now, this is a nationwide uh, nonprofit organization, and it's fatheries, Fathers Mentoring Fathers. And it's an amazing thing. Their mission is really to, to have it be a, 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 it's a nationwide community developmental organization, and it's really committed to building stronger, healthier communities. And it's supporting and encouraging fathers and how they do their fathering. So, Vance, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me, Cynthia. I appreciate it. I'm excited about <laughs> this. You know, we need this so much. And you have so many things that are coming that are coming up as well. You have... All these events, you have child support assistance services, you have support groups, and uh, this is... Workshops, job and training institute. Wow, wow. 
So how long have you been doing Father well, Matters? I started Father Matters in 1997. And what was the emphasis of it? Well, it was birth out of my pain. Back in 1990, I became a 22-year-old young out-of-wedlock father. So wow. growing up without my parents, I'm originally from Baltimore, so I grew up without my dad. My mom was a single mom, but my my grandfather is who I used to call dad. That's who pretty much raised me. Mm-hmm. So at 22, I became a young father out of wedlock. You know, this is long before who who I am today. Right, you know, right. And so when my son Nathan was born, um, I was put in a situation by his mom. Either we be together or as a family, or I I wouldn't be able to be in Nathan's life. And I said, we're not going to have that. And, and, and what, what I found out, what people need to realize, just because you may not be with the child's mother does not mean that you're, you are a bad father. Right. Okay. Right. And I made a lot of mistakes. And, or it doesn't mean you're not allowed to be the father. Or, or allowed to be a father. Right. And so for the next five to six years, I was in and out of the court system because I told myself if I ever have a child, I would never walk away from my child or children. And and then I, this this is now this is back in San Jose, California. So um, in and out of courts, six, seven years. And I was at my friend's studio apartment and I was just so frustrated because I was telling him about all these parenting classes. Because Cynthia, for years back in the 90s, you would have to take all these court ordered parenting classes. You're paying two, three, five hundred dollars for these things. Because back in the night, the, the family system has changed a little bit. But back then, it was just chaos and confusion. And it was brutal on men. It was very brutal on men. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so here I am, this young kid coming to court, say, I, I want to be a father. I, I want to do whatever I have to do. And I had an attorney tell me this. And he, and he told me this. He said, Vance, I'm going to tell you something. And if you say, I told you this, I'm going to deny it. He said, when young fathers like you step up, you are paying for all the deadbeat dads. And I didn't wow. understand that. I'm 22, wow. 23 years old, you know, because I was expected to say, okay, well, whatever, I'll pay child support or whatever, those type of things. And so in and out of these court ordered, and one time, Cynthia, I was in a uh, parenting class. It was, it was the fathers and the mothers all in one room. And it's like all you hear was at this time people just bashing the spouse. Well, my child's father or my child's mother or my ex-wife or my and it's like I thought this was supposed to be like parenting to, to move forward. And one of the instructors, her name was Susie. I'll never forget this. She was in a family law attorney. She didn't have kids. And she said, Vance, you've been in this class because now I'm, I got to take like 26 weeks of parenting classes, all this kind of stuff. She said, Vance, you've been in this class for, for five, six weeks and you have not said one thing. I looked right at her. I said, Susan, how can you teach me how to be a father to my son when you've been a girl all your life? And the whole class just got quiet because to me, everyone was making that class about themselves and not the children. Mm-hmm. Not what's important. Wow. And what's important, and, and, and if we're people who are going through this today, we must understand you we need to love our children more than what we can't than 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 hate the ex-spouse. I lo- you need to say that again. We need to love our children more than hate the ex-spouse. Yes. Because it's you, the, the 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 adults are acting more like children. Sure there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of anger and a lot of resentment, but the children are being hurt. So back in 97, I was 28 years old. I was in my friend Paul's studio apartment in San Jose, California. And 
I started Father Matters in his studio apartment with a pack of chocolate chip cookies, four kitchen chairs, and a pot of coffee. Because all I wanted to do was get men together to say, look, I grew up without my dad. Let's get fathers who just want to be good fathers. You're not bashing. We're not protesting. And that's how I started Father Matters back in 1997. Wow. That is amazing. How long have you been a Christian? Since, I want to say, 98. So you started this before you were a Christian. Yes. That was like God. Yeah. You were doing God's calling without him knowing God but, yet. But, and, and, and at the same time, Cynthia, I was running. I didn't want. I, look, my life was just fine. I was a, I was a DJ. I, I, I worked for Frito-Lay. I was a salesman for Frito-Lay driving my potato chip truck. I was doing fine, I thought. And I know when God, I tell people, a career is what you pay for, but a calling is what you're made for. I love that. Okay, so yes. I didn't know that my calling was calling me. And when God calls you, you can't hide under no rocks. That's you can't exactly you right. can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I I I started Father Matters kicking and screaming. <laughs> I really did. But you know what? It's what amazing. what if things were okay or great with my child's mom and myself? I never would have started Father That's Matters. That's right. That's right. It's you amazing. Know? So moving on and then in two thousand I wrote my first book called Dear Nathan, A Young Man's Journey to Fatherhood. And that was my childhood, all the abuse that I experienced growing up without my my father. My mom was very uh, verbally abusive. And I grew up, you know, at this time, I'm still in Baltimore because we relocated at this time when I was about 12 years old to San Jose, California. This is when my mom got married and moved me to California, which was a great thing at that time uh, in the 80s because Baltimore was the highest rated crime, everything. And so... I just, I, I gr- growing up without him, so I didn't, so when I started there, Nathan, I put my, I put my life in that book because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm. And people don't really care what you have on the wall. They want to know what did you go through? How did you go through to get out of, to be where you are today? People want realness and people want truthfulness because there's a lot of brokenness. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of chaos going on, Cynthia. And we're tired of just getting it cookie cutter and people want you, you need to minister to my heart. Well, I think that's one of the most important things that, that I know being a therapist that it, it certainly has a lot to do with my training and education. Absolutely. I'm not against any of that. I think right. that we need to know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, exactly. But the thing that is the most healing is that I love them. That's right. I love those people. And, and they, they feel, feel it. it. They feel it. See, we said it at the same <laughs> exactly. time. They see exactly. see you coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And so when I wrote my book, Dear Nathan, The Young Man's Journey to Fatherhood, back then there was really, really the internet was really just kicking off. There was no Amazon that, you know. So I self-published that with a friend of mine. I talked him into putting up the money for it up front. And we self-published it. And I was selling that book out the trunk of my car, anywhere and everywhere I could go, Cynthia. And I was able to... Next thing you know, I'm mailing it out all over the country. And from 2001 to about 2003, that book literally kept me on the road all those years. Not straight, but on and off. Because I was just sending it everywhere or someone would hear me at a conference. They would buy the book and then ask me to come to that. And that book just took off. And now Nathan is now 26 years old. 
He'll be 27 this October. I'm great friends with his mom and her husband. He graduated from Sacramento State University two years ago with a degree in communication. So what I, what I share with people is it, it, it can get better. But if we stay stuck in that anger, you, I tell people you have a choice. You can either get bitter or you can get better. That's exactly right. You know, but I, I work with men, grown men, Cynthia, in their 40s and 50s come to me and say, I miss my daughter's wedding. I missed the birth of my first grandchild. And you find out because they were angry all those years. And you, your daughter was seven years old when you got a divorce. Your ex-wife moved on, had another child, remarried, moved on in her life, and you stayed stuck. And, and I think it's amazing that you, that you can encourage men that are older to, because it's never too yes. late. It's yes. never too late. Yeah. You want to know what's funny? I, I'm, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be 49 years old next month, June 30th. I've been saying the same thing since I was about 30 years old, but men didn't start trusting me until I was about 45 years old. Isn't that interesting? And what um, do you attribute that to? I, I, wisdom, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I've been saying this since I've been 30 because I started surrounding myself with men who were doing it, reading the right books and just self-educating myself. Well, I think some of it has to do with the fact that people crave fathers. Yeah. And so the older you got, the more like a father you well, were. Well, there, there it is. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, why these last couple of years? I mean, I've been saying the same thing. And I tell people, I want to move you from present. I don't want you to go. I'm tired of people living in the present, but going back to the past. I want to go from present to potential. That's amazing. I love that. So this is going to be really exciting because we're going to come back in the next segment. And I want you to really explain the program. Okay, and well, well, let's do this first. Let's make sure in the next one that you tell everybody what's coming up as well. I will. And what all the different you know resources that you have for them, and then certainly what that program is about because this is because I'm so glad to now know you. I have people I would refer you to yes. that refer to you. Yes. yes, because this is so necessary. Yes, it is. So very necessary. I love it. So, so your book can they do? Do they just go to your website? And yes. you can get the book on your website? Yeah, go to fathermatters.org. I have three books. The first book is Dear Nathan and Young Man's Journey to Fatherhood. The second book my wife and I wrote is called Brokenness Produces Pearls. Mm. And the third one that we just released a few months ago is called Man Talk, 12 Must-Have Life Conversations Between Men. Oh, my goodness. We'll have to do another show on that book. That's good. I yeah. love that. That is going to be – that's very good. Okay, so fathermatters.org, right? Yes. Okay. And are your books like on Amazon, things like this? Uh, two of them are on Amazon, but I would rather them order them through the website right. because I right. waived all royalties. So 100% of every book sale goes right back to the ministry. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay. Well, this is Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. And make sure that you join me in the next segment. We have Vance Sims talking about Father Matters. So you can also check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com and you can listen to the show in its entirety if you can't listen to the rest of it today. Well, welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt and always I'm glad when you have joined me. And I want to make sure that if you're just tuning in, you can find the shows on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher and always on the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. So today I have a very special guest I'm very excited about. This is Vance Sims with Father Matters, and he had such an incredible story in this first segment. So Vance, I really want you to let people know what 
this Father Matters is? Because you have also a lot of resources and, and programs that you do. Yeah. And, well, see, I started Father Matters off just doing support group for men. And then people were inviting me to speak at churches and organizations and agencies. And, and then we, we, you know, we wrote a curriculum. And we've been using that same curriculum since we started 20 years ago. So who's we wrote the curriculum? Well, a, a friend of mine named Wayne Fry, my childhood friend of mine, <laughs> that, that I'm the first, I, I say the cat, I call him cat, the first cat I met when I moved to uh, uh, California. And he's a dad as well. And he's just, he always been there and supporting everything I've done from music to anything that I was doing. And then we got other fathers and we got input. So the curriculum was, was written by fathers for fathers. So we got men of all ages, all backgrounds, divorced, single, even men who were wrapped up in domestic violence, alcohol, because I serve, Cynthia, every type of man that comes, that, that, that walks. You know, I, I, I got men making six figures living in gated communities that will come sit down and have a coaching session with little old me. And they are dealing with pornography. They're dealing with alcoholism. They're dealing with uh, 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 domestic violence. Mm-hmm. I get guys who, who are just getting out of prison after doing 17 years, doing 24 years. You know, so when you get a workshop and you got and, and we cut off the workshop at 50 participants, 50 men, because I don't want it to be a conference. I want everyone right, to be right. involved. And then I don't want them to just hear me because it's not a. A, a, a motivational time, you know, so the workshops is for all the men to come together. And when you have a, a, a guy that's sitting, that's got tattoos, a ponytail, just did 19 years in prison, hard time, sit next to a guy that's a business owner, got a nice suit of clothes on. These two would never talk to each other. They would run into each other at Walmart or, or anywhere. Okay. And then by the end of the day, they're exchanging phone numbers. When you see this business owner who's come to a father man's workshop telling this guy across the room, I can offer you a job. Or this guy say, I, I'm a mechanic. I work on cars. So to see these men all come together. So that's the workshops. And then we was having a lot of issues with men saying, you know, I'm, I'm not only having child support issues, but are they not making enough money or they need to get a better job? And I always started saying, you know what? We can't just help people with the program. We can't help them with a service. We got to help them with their life. Absolutely. We got to help them with their life. And Mm -hmm. and then we got to walk life out with them. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of programs or services fall off because they, 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 they go get their funding and they, they're, they're working harder on the paperwork and getting their numbers. And there's nothing wrong with that because, Hey, it's a job. But remember that's their career because I've started father matters out of the trunk of my car I, I, you can't take me back no further than where I started. So if I lose the office building, lose what little staff I have and everything, I'll go right back to how I originally started because it, it's about dealing with people, connecting hearts. Well, and I think that's what's so important is that it's wonderful if you go to a conference or a, a workshop and you get a lot yeah. of good head education. Right. But walking it out with somebody right. when you mess up right. and then you get encouragement to go back and, and get back out there and try it again and you start to really be able to process it with someone and then it becomes real, you know, and it's actually truly life-changing. I tell them, man, when you, I tell them, man, when you come to Father Matters, I'm going to unzip your heart, put your heart on the table and I'm going to do surgery on it because you may, you, you may be 37 years old 
and you don't know what's going on with your anger problems or you can't keep a job. And I tell them, we are dealing with grown men who are still dealing with little boy issues, Cynthia. That is real talk. And it's uh, it's so powerful because it's harder for men in many ways than for women. Because first of all, being vulnerable is difficult. And, and that they have to make sure that it, it feels safe. The bottom line is the average man, Cynthia, has less than three friends in a lifetime. And I tell people, I'm not talking about your beer buddies. I'm not talking about the guys who come over your house on Monday night, watch the football game, uh, drink up all your beer and soda pop and eat up all your food. And then the next morning, your wife is upset because she's cleaning up behind a bunch of grown men who were children. I'm talking about someone that would do life with you, hold you accountable, that will tell you that's not healthy for you. That, hey. Well, somebody that really has your back. Somebody who really has your back. there are many men that don't have anybody. At all. But a lot of men rather have cheerleaders. Exactly. They don't mind having a male coworker say, hey, if your old lady don't know what's going on, she don't need to know about Michelle. First of all, it's not your old lady, it's your wife. And that seven to 15 minutes is not worth you losing everything that you have. A real friend is going to say, if you don't cut that off, I'm going to tell your wife myself. Exactly. Because what you're doing today as a man and a, and a father will affect the next four generations. That's exactly. So that See, means, talk about that a little bit because sure. I don't think people understand how this works That's when you say four generations. Well, I, I tell people because, I, again, Cynthia, they come all issues, all background. Just because your grandfather was an alcoholic and your dad was an alcoholic does not mean you need to be an alcoholic. We don't need to normalize dysfunction. Exactly. Okay. And it's okay to say for me and my family, it, it, the buck is stopping right here. That's right. Because if we don't, it, it, it's one of those things that it, I, I tell people that dysfunction is like a language. And so you just, you learned it osmosisly in your family. So it's really hard to undo it because it's, it's similar to learning a new language and learning a new language as an adult very difficult. Well, look, our children don't do what we say. Our children do what we do. That's exactly right. This one guy named Mark, he, he shared with me how he became an alcoholic, uh, a functional alcoholic. Uh, great job, great income, won't miss a day at work. And he said, Vance, when, when I was little, my dad used to come home from work and he'd say, Mark, go get dad's beer. And he said, when I would go to the refrigerator, Vance, at age six, age nine, age 11, I would pop open the can. And get the first couple of sips. So pop it open, sip, 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 sip. There you go, Dad. Now, at age early 50s, Mark is an alcoholic. Exactly. And see, and I think that's what's so hard. The other thing is you don't want to be, I always, I always am telling clients, you don't want to be the person that's the example of what not to be. Right. Because if you're that person and you, it, it's your children, they say, I don't want to be like my mom. I don't want to be like my yeah. dad. But until they really learn and walk it out with somebody they can't help but be that that's how it passes from generation to generation in the workshop i tell them and i ask them and raise your hand if you want to be the same type of father to your children that your dad was to you no one pretty much raised their hand maybe one or two mm-hmm. and then i say okay how many of us in this room end up doing some of the same idiotic things to our children that our fathers did to us the whole room goes up because we say when i grow older i'm not going to be like that I'm not going to do what my dad did. And we end up doing because they don't do what we say. They do what we do. Because that, it's in our DNA. We learned it. It's in our DNA. And so then we have to undo it and unlearn it. Right. And it's tough because you can have really smart people and they know not to. And then they go, why am I doing this? 
Right. Why do I keep doing this? What I should do, I do not do. Exactly. What I should not do, I do. Exactly. But if we don't have healthy men in our lives doing life with us, it's hard to do. And that's what I think that's the hardest is to find healthy men, you know, and to not get focused on just being successful men, you know, but understanding where do we really want success? Do we want success in our home? That's our legacy. It's a legacy. And that's powerful when you help people really have a good legacy. Yes. So this is Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt in advance. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I have you two more segments. Okay. So make sure (laughs) that you join in in the next segment. And you can always visit the website and listen to the show in its entirety and find out more about what Vance is doing. Oh, you're going to have to wait till next week to hear that. We're going to do the rest of that part two. Cynthia Hyatt, isn't she awesome? Look, join us Wednesday, June 7th for our Job and Training Institute, which is open to women and men and all you men, all you fathers out there. You want more of this? Join us June 15th for our Fathers Mentoring Fathers Workshop. And if you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. So, I want to thank you for joining us and listening to the Father Matters show. And thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Look, next week we're going to have part two. Okay. So see you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you. And God bless.